Hi everyone, welcome to the diagram. It's your friendly neighborhood relationship coach, Jason, and we are continuing our life transition series. Today we are talking about the life transition of aging. We're all aging from we're born. I know that sounds like, well, that's not really a life transition. What am I talking about? I'm talking about getting older. We've talked about your empty nester stage. We've talked about divorce and all those things. Aging isn't necessarily something that happens when you retire. It's something that's ongoing. But what I'm talking about in general, this may apply to many stages of life. But I'm sort of applying to as you get into your 50s and then anywhere over that. So really, I'm focusing on your late 40s into your 50s and being a senior. Some of the things I'm going to talk about, if you are younger than that, will apply to all stages of your life as you age, as your body gets mature, as your life gets more mature, and you move away from the more juvenile stages of life. So you can keep listening if it interests you. It's also of interest when you consider your parents, your mentors, your older folks in your life that you care for. And that's why I think it's important. So number one, back to grief. Remember that grief happens whenever the reality that you're experiencing is extremely or severely different than what you expected. Now, we all expect to get old, but the reality is until it starts happening to us, we don't really have a reasonable expectation of what it's going to be like to experience many different parts of getting older your friends passing away at a greater rate, your own faculties slipping away from you, your body not doing the things that you thought you were able to do anymore, or even in the moment, um, that, talking to myself and some friends where you think you're running and you realize you're not running as fast as you thought you were because some younger person just whips past you. Um, or where you tell your body to do something and your body abruptly lets you know that you can't. So all of these things lean into your physical expectations. Then you get into the social expectations, what you expected life to be like with your partner, what you expected life to be like with your friends, your family. The kids don't visit as much as you thought they would. They don't call as much as you thought they would. You're not as close to them as you thought you would be you had a divorce and therefore hitting benchmarks that you were looking forward to like high number anniversaries or aging with your partner these are things that for many people myself included have experienced as you get older and there's a lot of grief involved which means all of the things that i've said before about grief apply to the fact that you are aging number 2 in light of that community matters. And I say this for all ages, and it still matters once you're aging, quality over quantity. It is not about how many people you stay in contact with. It's about the quality of the people you stay in contact with. You want to maintain the healthy relationships that you can with the people around you, whether they are family or whether they are friends. You are creating a chosen family and support group which requires being vulnerable with people. And that is actually the next one. Number three is telling people 
what you need. It's very important. If you need someone to talk to, or you just need some company, or you need to just get out of the house, you need to let people know around you that that's going on. If you're not the person who's aging, frankly, it is a super nice thing to do to assume that the aging people in your life need this, that they still need to have interesting conversations. They still need to have interesting things happening in their life. They still need to have outings and it shouldn't always be up to them to ask. Partially because they don't want to bother anybody, which is a human feature. A lot of humans feel bad reaching out to people. So if you have people you love, take this as your sign to reach out to them. Even if they haven't called you, call your people, see how they're doing, check in on them. But if you are the person and it's, if you feel like you're bothering people, I'm going to say what they would say to you. You're not bothering them. They care about you. They love you. Let people know what you need, even if it's just to hang out and have a coffee. Number four, you flip from when you are the parent or the older person from being the wise person to being the person who needs care. Now, not immediately, but it's a sliding scale. I'll use the example of moving. When you are younger, you are the person who is called to help older people move. Um, not to move houses, yes, for sure, but also just to help them move heavy stuff. Um, as you get older, the reality is you become the person who needs help. And if you will not ask for help, you become the person who gets hurt and needs even more help. And that is a real change to avoid injury to yourself. My suggestion is when you have a major task to do, ask people for help, reach out to the team we talked about before, the community that you've created. And part of telling them what you need is being honest about the fact that you are no longer the person who's in their twenties, who can do 500 things and recover in two days. Number five, you need to look at your budget and prioritize your joy and your health. So when I talk about budget, people don't like the B word. I am talking about money, but I'm also talking about your energy. I'm talking about your health and vitality. You cannot give away everything that you have to other people and expect it to bring you joy and health. You need to have enough money to support yourself. You need to have enough energy to be healthy and vital. And if you don't let people know that you are over budgeting where they're concerned, I've seen very generous older folks who are giving their money and time and energy and pouring into younger people. And it's beautiful, but self-care needs to be a community thing. Self-care needs to be something that it's not just exercise by you, but people around you understanding that you just need some rest or that you can't afford to pay for the party that they want to have or the dinner that they want to have because you're now in a different stage of life where you're on a fixed budget or you're just not making as much money as you used to be because you are prioritizing other things in your life. So if you are in the place of getting older and slowing down and different things happening, you really need to be honest with yourself about your money. You might want to work with a financial planner or an accountant at this stage of life also and make sure that your money 
makes sense, as people say. So number one, you have to understand the grief of it all. Number two, build your community. Once you've built that community, be vulnerable with them. Tell them what you need. That's number three. And number four, remember that you had this stage where you were the go-to for helping everybody. And it's okay to reach out to people for help. Number five is take a look at your budget of all of your limited resources and make sure you're not over allocating yourself. That's it. Thanks. I hope you have a great day.